welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. My name is Christian Durant, Senior Vice President of the Oh Dear Podcast, Oh Dear Network, Oh Dear Nation, Oh Dear Limited, and all subsidiaries therein for to which here to talk about the things that'll make your mother clutch her pearls and say, Oh dear. With me as always are Nick Whitmer and Brett Raybold. Hello. Oh, Not your way. best intro, Chris. Really. It wasn't it wasn't as tight. I, I'll be honest. It wasn't I, as tight. I can feel well, myself. I we haven't done that in a while. We've been like dicking around at the beginning. That was like yeah. one of the, we had spent enough so Chris is just a little out of practice as well. I know. That's true. This you know, this podcast, people have been really like, it's getting too loose, guys. You need to button it up. So. <laughs> Tighten it up. <laughs> that intro, <laughs> if that intro doesn't work for me in the first two seconds, I'm out. <laughs> Imagine somebody cut it off. He's like, Yeah, they don't have it this week. <laughs> this guy yeah. this guy, yeah. this guy can't broadcast for said, shit. Yeah, you hear the way he said subsidiaries, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> the Titan up, man. The the man I work for in Florida who uh, runs an Amazon pool toy company business. Mm-hmm. The homoerotic and, one? Yes. It's kind of annoying. Oh gosh. Well, we should talk about that. Yeah, that's I wait because so Whitmer knows the few, Yeah, uh, I'll just say this: a few weeks ago, we talked about this guy who has an Amazon store right. that sells pool floats. Uh, since then, Brett has texted me a picture from a photo shoot that he put on. Um, the guy that's put on, I'm good. assuming, not Brett, and it was like like a guy with like very like it just it it looked like an ad for like a gay fragrance that you would see at like a gay <laughs> strip club or something. If you were at like a place where like a billboard or something for something that's just so gay, like, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think yeah. of like the, a, a place where there would be a billboard. That and he's not is, saying that be, you're not saying that pejoratively. You're just saying no, like I'm homosexual. Like yeah. It's very like a homosexual. gay facility. <laughs> so like there's this shirtless guy staring into the camera with this like, you know, blue steel homoerotic look on his face, and he's just standing next to a little pool float. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm just like, this is the strangest way. <laughs> it's like, is it pool toys for gay dudes? <laughs> All right, let me give some background on it. So, yeah. they, you know, it actually, it's kind of funny because it, it, the man behind this, let's call him for his anonymity, let's call him Rick. Rick is a, fantastically thoughtful business owner and he told me his amazon analytics he was like check it out all of our he sells pool basketball hoops and pool volleyball nets and the balls come with it so he was like check it out i noticed all my clients they're moms his first photo shoot was of like a hot chick wearing a hot chick at the pool like walking in and playing with the basketball hoop, whatever. And the photo shoot of that. And then he was like, if moms are buying the product, why is it a hot chick? These moms are going to be drooling over some hunks. <laughs> so he's like, I got to get me, I got to get me some young studs. And, and then I'm like, well, Keith, you can use me. And he's like, come on, you're dreaming. Um, <laughs> I kind of love voicing like, what the hell? I'm literally right here. And he's like, Come on, man. We won't sell shit if you modeled it. Um, but so then he's like, all right. So he put out an ad for, you know, young model. And he was also like, well, I also want to show that my pool basketball hoop is glow in the dark. So I'll shoot it like at night. <laughs> and 
you know, so he has like kind of told me all this, like he'll tell me on the phone or voice memo or something. And then out of the blue, he send me sends me the photos that he took. <laughs> and Whitmer's laughing because he's seen how truly fucking hysterical these photos are. Picture a shirtless buff dude, like a, a very buff dude. He's who's looking at the camera like I'm gonna fuck the shit out of you, but yeah. he's holding a pool basketball and is next to a pool basketball hoop. But he's but it's near his crotch because uh-huh. he did it in his hot tub because that's the only place where he could get glow in the dark like the hot tub lights. But here's what's also fucking hilarious: he bought one of those online backdrops of like. Uh, not online. Oh, those. Uh, it's uh, a physical like, backdrop. It's a physical big banner backdrop. Yeah, that, not like close, a green screen. Yes. It's like a literal backdrop. <laughs> yes, and it that was you like, would use in a shoot. It's like <laughs> of, of the porno. ocean. <laughs> <laughs> like you would literally put it up in a really cheap porno. That that's literally everybody who's bought that backdrop was a. Was like an indie porn producer, and then him. Like that's the only people who ever bought this backdrop. And the thing is, is he also lives in Florida, so that's where all these backdrops are going to. Yeah, a hundred percent. But um, so it's like this, like tacky looking backdrop of like the moon hitting the rays of the moon hitting this ocean water. And just, um, it's just why you, if you, I send it to Whitmer without context, just to be like, how does he process this? Because like, it's just kind of funny to be like, what do you think this is? Because it really does look like softcore porn. <laughs> and in Whitmer's head, he's like, oh, this is just like, I guess your friend is just sending you like a Google image. But then to explain like, no, 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 no. This is how a man wants to represent his product to moms across America. You sent it to me maybe a week after, maybe like three or four days after we talked about it last time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It's the funniest picture. I, maybe I'll just... I, it's, we got to like, maybe I'll put this on an Instagram or maybe Brett, you should put it on Instagram <laughs> so people listening can go and look at it. It's so I, funny. How, I will like, see it. <laughs> the thing is too, like when a mom, like he's like, my number one customers are moms. Like moms are buying this basketball for their kids. Not That's exactly what I was gonna say. Them. It's not like they're like, if I get this hoop, uh, all these strange shirtless metals show up to my backyard and dominate he's, me. Like it's like he's, this is a family purchase. It's like you he, wouldn't he was like, pro- you wouldn't Yeah, go ahead, Christian. No, I was just gonna say he probably was like, you know, I could do I could shoot kids, but they're not allowed in my house. <laughs> like I'm not really allowed to be around them, especially not with a camera. <laughs> well, that, dude, that's what's like uh, hilarious about working the shoot is he t- every model he's like, all right, just you are 18, right? but he's doing the right thing like it's a good to to men and women like he wasn't just saying it to the young ladies that were at the shoot all right christian i need to text you a photo um this i mean (laughs) (laughs) how good is that dude it's so (laughs) 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 <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I'm looking at this, and I don't even think that a woman is would be <laughs> this. is clearly a basketball hoop for a gay man who's who has a pool inside of his gay house where he has gay orgies. Like that's I feel like the, he... that's the only purpose for this picture to be advertised for gay orgies. He's gonna be like an, a millionaire by accident by like getting the gay <laughs> gay dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? The second one is like he looks like he has a boner on the like on the the basketball hoop. I only have one picture. I don't have that one. That's so oh, funny. Wow. That's so well, funny. You should turn this into so, this no, no, no. a marketing opportunity. He's, He's like, like in front of the wall. Colors. He's like so in front of the wait. wall from Scarface. Which is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me see. Yeah, this is what's so brilliant about uh, it. Whitmer, I only sent you one, I guess. Yeah, I only sent imagine, one, yeah. imagine uh, you're me and just oh on my, my phone one day randomly, I look at my phone and it says, uh, Rick sent you 22 <laughs> new images. Oh my God. And I'm like, what are. And then there's just 22 different images of this dude doing that so uh god damn i this shit makes me cry laughing that's really I funny i cannot help it and you I, think that I, guy's like that guy's like i mean that's definitely not for pool shit <laughs> like the model is definitely like walked away going like i don't know what he's using that for but it's not for what he says Wait, here's the thing <laughs> i actually interacted with those models um uh they when i was flown down there for a shoot um, unfortunately didn't use me, but when I was slowing down for a shoot, just like, you know, production, moving shit, whatever, and editing, uh, those same models that did that shoot, um, I was just in like the, you know, Rick rented a house to pool to, for the pool to shoot at. So I was in the like little kitchen area of the house, making a coffee and the, uh, one of the models from that shoot walks in and he just goes, um, <laughs> Yeah. Did you see those hot tub photos he took of me? <laughs> and I go, uh, yeah, man. And I kind of chuckle and he goes, dude, I think those were the most unusable photos ever. He <laughs> goes, for my portfolio. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and the thing is, is, they are technically well taken. It's just right. they. I, I, I've showed it to friends of mine who work in high art, who literally work in New York art circles, and they have, like you guys, understandably cracked up at it because they're just their images that they're so yeah. incongruent with the how yeah. sexy they are and how playful. <laughs> well, the thing that's crazy that's so about funny. it is everything is the opposite of what you think instead of kids it's a buff man instead of day it's night <laughs> instead of bright it's dark neon <laughs> like instead of summer fun it's a fake background <laughs> like <laughs> of like disturbing darkness it's like this is the perfect photo if you're trying to sell that pool hoop to brian singer but yeah that's really it <laughs> like that, that's it That's looks like target market. It looks like the Tron movie, like the color scheme. It's <laughs> <is> like Daft <laughs> Punk. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god. We have to make sure that people listening can get this right. Photo. Yeah. Can, we can need I put to, this yeah. on my Instagram story? T- yes. You okay, can. Brett? Yeah. Yeah. Don't tag me, but yeah, put it, you can put it on. Okay. Um, just because I think it's essential that people are able to partake in the joke, like what we're making fun of. But right, so here's. Go to my yeah. Instagram, Nick underscore Whitmer, and I'm posting this on my story. Uh, after this podcast is over, so you have 24 hours. <laughs> to, I, it, I'm telling you, if you're listening, I am telling you it is worth it. I know you yeah. go like, I don't need to, you know, sometimes we talk about a thing and you're like, I don't need to read the article. This is yeah. one where you, I am telling you, your life will get better if you go to Nick Whitmer's Instagram story or Christian, whoever, yeah. and look at it because it's so fucking funny. So please do Nick underscore. Oh my God. <laughs> Every time I look at it, I start laughing again. So, but because it also, there's so much beautiful, there's like, it sounds tacky. This is why I think it should go in the MoMA. There's, it's, <laughs> to me, it's actually beautiful. To me, this is, yeah. there was no irony that went into this. There was not a lick of irony. There was an earnest attempt Perhaps misguided, but an earnest attempt to appeal to women. And is it a little like treating women like they're men? Where it's just yeah, like, that is funny. I want to see fucking buff muscles and a shirtless dude. Yeah. Yes, it is. But it, the artist behind it, and I will say it's artist. I, I think it's better than everything in the MoMA. Because it makes you captivated. What am I looking at? And it wasn't yeah. trying. It was all sincere. No one was setting out to make art. There was just a sincere effort behind it. And if you look at the story of a fucking man who spent 22 years in prison on a crime he almost certainly didn't commit, who is now being limited on what he can do with his life because of, uh, you know, what we do to convicts once they're done serving their time. And it's the beauty behind it of a man trying to start a business and get a business going and doing everything he can to do it, I think it's a fucking, I think it's beautiful. I so, genuinely think it's beautiful. It's so, really, so there yeah. was this art critic, I, I, I think it might have even been on Borat or something, where he was like, uh, he's like, the most important question in art is why. And once you put the why into that image, then it is art. <laughs> like all, yes. that, all, all that context you just put in there, yes. then it's, it actually should be in the MoMA. I, I exactly, which is why I'm like, yes. And then on the surface, if you're in the moment and you look at that, tell me you're not going to go, all right, I actually got to read what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> you, you put read. that last paragraph all into the little like placard that they put next to the picture. Yeah. Yes. And, and you know, it's, it wasn't some pretentious person trying to be like, I'm going to fucking captivate you with my image of my female body shirtless in front of a freaking burning like cross or whatever the fuck i don't know yeah but it's like this is like a there's like beauty behind this a man yeah. working on a dream who's been wronged by our country but he's still fucking trying it's also so funny it's it's like i i talked it's about so this woman who did put these like videos on a facebook live where she was like exercising and she was like trying she's like I'm trying to get in shape for coming to America, you know, streaming on Amazon Prime on, you know, March 28th or whatever. And like, she's in no way affiliated with Amazon or the movie or anything. (laughs) And she's not in good shape and she's not even really exercising. But there's so much sincerity in what she's doing, she thinks is really important. 
that it, I just laugh every time I saw the videos. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's just something about the sincerity of this. Like this wasn't a joke shoot, you know, no. and the, if you were trying no. to do a joke shoot, you would have no. handed it, hammed it up too much to where looking at the photo would not produce just instant laughter. <laughs> but this one, there's so much sincerity behind it and, and earnestness that like, and, it's just so funny just to look at. It's great. And, it's, and you know what? To the models, I say, I tip my cap too. And I go, they, who knows what the fuck they were thinking at the time, yeah. but in that moment, <laughs> they were thinking, this guy's going to murder me as soon as we're done. <laughs> They're like, the $200 was not worth it. <laughs> I fucking thought I was going to be like flush because I did the shoot. What did I think? Yeah. Everyone surrounding and involved in that picture is just trying to do their best. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's right. just trying to make it. I'm a model just trying to get more pictures, trying to get more reps. I'm a dude oh, yeah. marketing, trying to get a couple more bucks off these moms. Yeah. These <laughs> undersexed moms. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your tar- what's your target market? Undersexed moms <laughs> buying pool toys for their children. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever, man. But but tell me this: if you are a mom, oh my god! If you are a mom, you can't help what you're attracted to. You might stop on the scroll. Your eye. All the other images are going to be kind of the same shot, roughly. Some of them don't look good because they're so stock photo-y. And that's why Keys do look great. Or Rick, excuse me, look great. um, Because uh, they are, whatever, there are not stock images. In any case, if you saw this on the listing, I think he has opted. He's like, all right. Even he, after a few, a couple weeks was like, Okay, that is a bit much. Like, um, <laughs> like he, he even he was like, "Yeah, I can't do that photo." Um, oh but what's so funny has been was witnessing Rick, um, the how much one of those models in particular true like a truly like wow that guy is he that is like a strikingly good looking dude. And almost like, you know, when you hear Ashton Kutcher was like working at a waiter and someone was like, I think you should, you should be in movies. Mm-hmm. And that's at least like the, whatever the fucking pop culture wives tale was like, mm-hmm. I, he was probably a struggling mm-hmm. actor, but it, they made it sound like he was just a fucking handsome waiter. And someone was like, you are so good looking. You should be on screen. Yeah. That I think that guy, the model was that good looking. Like he was like, I could see like he could, he's good looking enough to just like someone cast him. Um, so I say that to say, I believe when Rick was going over all the other photos he took while I was there, I was just hearing Rick in the other room going, man, I would have, what I would do to have this, this guy's looks. Are you <laughs> kidding me? I would be, I would be killing it with the ladies i'd have the world by the balls man <laughs> i'll I, I, I tell you what i would be fucking stunting on everybody like i heard him 
complimenting this dude's looks for yeah. like an entire hour to yeah. no one. I'm in the other room. I'm, and it's one thing if it was one or two, like, oh, this is a handsome guy. Just every just 10 minutes, I'd hear him be like, ooh, boy. <laughs> every new picture, he's like, ah, ah, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, it's like he, f- he maybe Keith is an artist or a Rick. Rick is an artist. Poor guy. Yeah, I, I probably <laughs> maybe, I, maybe Rick. We don't have last names. It's fine. It's, I think we Rick can is like an artist because you probably yeah, know his name, but it's not, I won't say his last name. Rick literally wanted to capture this man's beauty in, yeah. in phot- photograph. Like, that's an artist. That's what an artist does. He's like and Da you Vinci. Yeah. <laughs> like he really is. Or Michelangelo, excuse probably. me. Because he doesn't suffer from irony. And sometimes irony can be great, but sometimes it can be a, uh, in a impediment to maybe making something. And um, like this dude... His first name is Keith. Obviously, I fucked up. It's I was going to beep there. it up, but never mind. You can oh, okay. It's fine. His I won't say his last name. Um, it really is okay. In any case, he um, he was like, here's like an example of how truly great of a person he is. As I may have mentioned on the podcast, he the reason he has so much money with which to try to launch his business is his business partner was someone he spent time with in prison. Well, the reason they became friends in prison is that Keith sold cell phones. Keith would get cell and other and Lucy's and basically was just ran a small business selling and everything is illegal in a prison. You're not allowed to sell shit. You're not allowed to make money. And but he was like, he turned to one and he goes, Brett, I'm going to be honest. I was a bit of a baller. I'm not going to lie to you. And I said, how much money did you have at one point like on you in prison? And he said, I had almost, I had almost a thousand dollars. Wow. You have to understand. That's a lot. That's an insane amount of money (laughs) in prison. One grand on you. And then I said, what happened to that money? He's like, fucking guards took it. Um, and, uh, but people, he was like, he, you know, he, he told the rate he and his business, partner became friends is Keith sold or gave his business partner, John cell phones, calling cards, excuse me, calling cards because John got calling cards. John was able to reconnect with his grandma because John was able to reconnect with his grandma. When his grandmother died, his grandma left her entire estate to John. John one day got out of prison. A few years later, Keith gets out of prison. Keith and John reconnected and John was like, Hey man, I have this house. I have like, you know, like a million dollars. Like we, you know, come, come live with me. We'll figure it out. And at that time, Keith was just working as a dishwasher and he was like, my options were go live in a house with, for no rent. I was like, hell yeah. And then because Keith is a fucking hustler, I love it about him. He's a true hustler. He was like, man, we can't just live off this money. We got to make more money. Like this is a gift. And I was like, how'd you come up with the idea for the pool business? And he was like, well, I Googled best business ideas 2019. And that was the first one that came up was Amazon business. So I was like, All right, an Amazon business. And um, then he, there's like a bunch of, um, when you research Amazon products, there's a bunch that goes into what 
makes for a good new product to launch. Basically, you don't, you don't want, you want under a certain amount of competitors. There's a way to see daily sales. Like you just down, it's free. You just download a software and you can see what that product makes on Amazon. Literally, it's called like um, Owl there's, or something like that. Yeah, there's there's a, there's one called Helium Ten that I used that, to use in another job. Yes, so like you basically just if if you want to know, like you look up like pool toys and you go on to the listing on Amazon. It's like a plugin that you can add to your browser, and basically yeah. it just tells you like how many they sell a day and how many you know, all the numbers on it. So you go, well, if I can get to this point, I can make X amount per month, yeah, X amount right. per year. So yeah, a lot of Amazon sellers use this. So it's a, it's yeah. a tool. It's a very interesting tool. You could know, wow, that towel, they sell $30,000 a day. Like you could know. And that's that informs what product category you decide to go in. Um, yeah. And uh so that's that's how he has money to run the business and it's kind of like uh you know this man is has very high moral character and really in his words tries to quote unquote bless people here's a prime example of that um the last day of the shoot only one model showed up instead of the other the other two just failed to like they flaked or had a thing and he was going to pay each of them $200 for like an hour to two hours, which I've even said to him, you know, that's too much. And he was, he was like, well, they're young kids. Like this just helps them. Um, and when I, the last day he gave the one model who showed up instead of keeping the other 400 that he would have spent, he just gave all 600 to that guy. Side note, that was the guy he was like in love with the hottest <laughs> one. Yeah. He just kept being like, man, this is something that whatever this guy is. Woo. Um, that was also, so it's a reason it was his favorite, but he gave him the $600 instead of just the two. And I said, Keith, like, why'd you do that? And he goes, you know what, man, I'm in a position where I can bless people. And I was just trying to bless the kid. And you're like, wow, what it, like, what a beautifully altruistic way to like go about your business is to not just be as maximum cutthroat you can be into almost not almost to intentionally hurt your self-interest because you know this helps someone who could maybe use a little bit more of a of a boost than you at that point yeah for sure how about them apples huh yeah so um definitely add some context to this photo at least this guy was handsomely rewarded you know yeah for being so handsome for being so handsome, that's what you get, man. I'm my ugly ass. Um, so that's uh, those are some of my adventures in Florida. Um, I think I've told you guys this beat joke or this real thing from it before. The first time I got there, I walk in and he's like, "Yeah, can I get you anything? You know, water, coffee, Mountain Dew." And I just like to me, it's just like that is like he has the, it on tap. The, <laughs> It's like by the city municipality, like yeah. they installed. Um, that's the that's like what a Florida third it's a Florida beverage. drink. Yeah, it's like I almost fell down when I was in Florida. I almost fell down the Mountain Dew rabbit hole. Of uh, oh god, I had a Mountain Dew Live Wire. Remember the orange soda? Is they that made? orange? Okay, it yeah. was like orange. Oh I used to god. get that all the time. They would only make it during summer, 
and then I would get that, and uh, that was a very, very Florida drink. That's how they get you, is yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. I better get it now while it's available. Yeah. It's people who smoke a lot of weed drink. Like, if you ever go to, like, any um, drug dealer's house or whatever, there's always – or anybody who just smokes a ton of weed, there's always empty Mountain Dew bottles and empty Gatorade bottles with, like – blunt guts in them <laughs> like mm. if, if you're in some dude's house and there's blunt like an empty gatorade bottle just kind of like on the floor somewhere they smoke weed yeah and yeah. if there if there are empty if there are empty mountain dew cans on the floor you can almost guarantee that guy is behind on his child support <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's like I'm far from a token of health in any capacity whatsoever. Uh, definitely, but like, definitely. But uh, uh, Mountain Dew is like the grossest, most like unhealthy. It's just artificially sweet things that don't exist in nature. It's like, yeah, like flavor, it. But, oh, it's 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 live wire. That's the flavor. What does that mean? <laughs> Dude, they, they don't even try and hide that. Yeah, they're it's like awful what's the flavor. Oh, it's code red. That's the flavor. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, that's not that's not a flavor. Like, what's the flavor? You know, neon. They don't even hide it. They'll be like yeah. Mountain Dew, radioactive waste. You know? <laughs> And the, the colors, they couldn't pick more, co- like, colors that convey made in a lab more. <laughs> like, it's yes. just, like, yeah. sewage green, green. <laughs> weird orange, <laughs> LA these, radioactive orange. Like These oh, are the man. least naturally occurring colors in all of the animal yeah. or plant mm-hmm. kingdom. Yeah. Mountain, <laughs> you, are, you are absolutely right. I think... Of all things on earth, I, I genuinely think like like if your teeth were in like Mountain Dew for like like an hour and a half. <laughs> just, <it's> all- <laughs> like not even like, oh, they would slightly decay over like a week. And, like I think like an hour and a half in Mountain Dew, it would be just dissipated. Yeah, yeah, if it's you like, needed to hide a body, if you could dump yeah, it in a vat of Mountain say. Dew code, like, red, I was gonna say, gone. it's like the stuff they use in Breaking Bad to, right. to get rid of the body. Put them in a barrel of Mountain Dew, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not trying to get like methylamine or whatever the fuck it is. It's just- One of my favorite things is to go in like a grocery store, like a Winn-Dixie or something, and then look at like the generic brand of Mountain Dew and see what I, they call it. Because it's always like mountain lightning or something or like a yeah. static fusion. <laughs> oh <laughs> mountain God. Dew. There's another world in which Mountain Dew, if they got named first, is the name of like a tea a nice, or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> like a water, like a nice herbal like, drink. Yeah. yeah. But it, because we've just associated with that, like. Mountain Dew! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Eyes bulging. Fuck you, Mountain Dew! Drink it! <laughs> yeah, in one way, I just respect the leaning in. Because, like, yeah. McDonald's has had to, like, try to act like they're healthy when they're not. Yeah. yeah. But, like, it's like Hardee's doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that level of, like, because the media and, like, society only goes after, like, the number one. No mm-hmm. one gives a shit if Hardee's is healthy. 
They yeah. just they want to make McDonald's healthy so they can be like we made them sell salads and it's like all that bullshit. <laughs> but like Hardee's is just like they they triple down on unhealthy and everything that they release is like just and they're more like- godless and like that's Mountain Dew. That, <laughs> Mountain Dew is not like like there's no Mountain Dew zero sugar like there is a Coca Cola zero. There's no like you know what I mean. They're like nah, yeah, we don't fucking yeah. do that, dude. I I actually think Mountain Dew. Uh, I think they could change their name to Retard Nectar. And <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, yes, dude, that should be the name. That's so great. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, <laughs> it should be the name. It should be just called Retard Nectar, and <laughs> that wouldn't stop sales at all no. <laughs> like the no people who drink mountain dew would be like oh sick <laughs> they would not be like hey are they making fun of me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh. oh retard nectar that's so funny <laughs> there's two words next to each nectar. other <laughs> Here's, this is why we can't get rid of some words completely unilaterally. Yeah. That wouldn't be as moron nectar is like it's not. No, like, yeah, that's not funny. People would pretend it's as funny, but they know in their heart it's we, just not. We, you just ne- because it, and it, that word almost has become funnier amongst like friends because it. There's like a crop of people that's just like never say it, and you're like, yeah. well, when you make things a little more taboo and we can kind of also in our hearts feel like it's not truly taboo it's just funnier and when you know you're in a space that like you know there's really no malice in what you're saying other than just making fun no i have no malice actually not making fun of anybody with a mental (laughs) handicap no i just yeah like camo short wearing Fucking idiots. Yeah. Dude, I have to just stay up front. I have literally no malice or content in my heart for the re-rees who drink that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like we're not making fun of actual mentally handicapped people. Of that. course not. That's so bad to do. That's terrible <laughs> to do. Yeah, but yeah. we are making fun of the mentally handicapped people who drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> we're Oakleys. Yeah, we wear Oakleys behind their heads. Who, yeah, uh, who buy apparel at like gas station rest stops? Yep. Like who is buying their shirts here? <laughs> <laughs> that type of stuff, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. Or those like carnival carnival shirts. It was like I fuck fat chicks or whatever it is. It's like it's like just trash. Just trash. Just trash, yeah. Yeah. ICP Yeah. People, you know, like just like those people. It's funny that ICP doesn't even go down the Mountain Dew thing. They have they have right. Fago. They're like, we're not even gonna go there. <laughs> well, I think because they're like that's too corporate, like it's too yeah. mainstream. Uh, but that's why Mountain Dew is to me funnier as a trashy thing. It's because it is it is made by Coke, right? It's owned yeah, by Coca Cola. I believe so. It's owned yeah. by Coke or Pepsi, one or the other. But yeah, every major soda you drink is owned by one of those two. I don't remember the breakdown. Like 
yeah yeah which one is what but yeah it's owned by coke or pepsi and those they lean in on that do you think when they go when they have the mountain dew meetings the mountain dew marketing meetings like they all know or do they kind of like do they massage the language of like this is for our more you know, rural customers. Oh my God. You're <laughs> probably right. No, they go into the boardroom and they go, all right, listen. <laughs> they shut the you, blinds. <laughs> you, we all know who drinks this. Dude. Let's not dance around it. <laughs> Let's and come and out somehow. with our next flavor. It's called retard nectar. <laughs> Dude, and Mountain Dew, like, they literally are the one, like, they're one of the only things that is still, like, we're not afraid to be tasteless. Like, yeah. they'll, their commercials are literally like, Me Too is a fucking hoax. <laughs> like, they, oh, my God. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not afraid. They're not yeah. afraid. To, they do not bow to God. the word police. It would be so great if Mountain Dew started a campaign which was hashtag me too, but it was in a response to, I want some Mountain Dew right now. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Completely co No, 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 no. Wait more. Me do. Uh, me do. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, dude. We need to get fucking Rick to take these pictures. We need to hire him to be like, dude, your Amazon store needs to sell Mountain Dew going forward. God damn it. This it is such- okay. Uh, one thing I just wanted to bring up, I was I was looking at this thing, I was looking online, and it is um, it is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Great, fantastic. Um, but they're having a conversation with executives to, um, you know, who've aspired and you know done great things in their field. But the weird thing about this to me is that this conversation, the title of this like conference or whatever, a conversation is called breaking the bamboo ceiling. (laughs) It really is awesome. Did they come up with that or did someone like that's like, how is that not racist? And I'm not trying to get anybody canceled, but it's just like, right. It's just weird. (laughs) that. Yeah, if, like I, I, if somebody had just said, uh, "We're going to call it Bring the Bamboo Ceiling," I feel like somebody else would have been like, eh, "Let's not do that." Corporate America, how to chop through with kung fu? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you know, you know, this happened. I noticed this like when the when Corona, when COVID or whatever you want to call it was, and then you know took off, and then Trump started calling it the China virus. Yeah, and every media outlet is like, "That's so racist for him to do this. That's so racist. That's so racist. That's so racist." But then the variants come out, and and like the media is like David Muir, like are like, "Oh, this is in the South African variant," and like, "Well, how? Why is it called the South right. African variant?" Variant? They're like, "Oh, well, it comes from South Africa." I'm like, "Okay, so if the virus came from China, isn't it the same <laughs> thing as saying China?" Like, I get Kung oh, no, Flu no. or whatever is super racist. That's yeah, definitely, that's up. but just to be like the China virus versus the South African variant, I'm not sure logically I understand the difference, other than maybe the context of Trump is you know different than the context of yeah. like a news person, but. I don't know. It's like it's if just, a variant, if there's a variant, you're allowed to call it by the region in which the variant started. But if it's a virus, you're not allowed to call well, it that. Like I, I don't know. It just seems I, I, that's if, they were. They did want to say China virus, and we all know 
that's Chinese virus would have sufficed if they were definitely not trying to be racist. So I think they a little bit liked being able to say China virus um, mm-hmm. because we all know an Asian slur is uh, China. <laughs> man. <laughs> um, and uh, um, which, by the way, one time a friend uh, ended his sentence with man and the previous word he had said was China. Mm-hmm. And it was, I don't know, it was just like, I'm not going to China, man. And it's just kind of. <laughs> Everybody goes, whoa, whoa, the record stopped. You really need that comma in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the, the Jay-Z. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not going to China, man. I'm China. Wait, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, but, um. Yeah. But that is, uh, I, I forget, I forget the point. Yeah. I mean, I, I think some of these things get the bamboo ceiling thing sounds like it, it would be like, it's awful. like, like a riff, you know, yeah. like, it, like if you go, Oh, they're having a, uh, conference for Asian and Pacific Islander people, someone ought to be like, yeah, what are they calling it? Breaking the bamboo ceiling. It's right. So that was my take. That like, sounds that's really fucked it up. Sounds, yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Like, that's what you would do. <laughs> like, uh, all right. What it's do, it's okay. Guys? It's if you just say you're being important, you're somehow no longer able. You're inoculated from it seeming racist or stereotypical. Also, the idea of like women breaking the glass ceiling, like the glass ceiling has nothing to do with like women. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. I, it's not like it's, it's like, not well, they're always doing dishes and cleaning glasses, so that's yeah. why it's called glass. Like, no, it's just the glass ceiling. It's yeah, it's not like breaking the <laughs> vagina ceiling. Like, yeah. it's, 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 like it have anything to do with it. Yeah, I think some of the shits lately. Like, I hate that because of the Watergate thing anything that's a conspiracy now has gate at the end of it as if watergate was a controversy about water you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah it's like yeah, the, yeah. it was the watergate hotel and like the maybe the first controversy that happened after that where they go eh, it's the something gate you could be like that's oh, I funny see what you did that's there. clever but now it's just like the standard as soon as something yeah. happens deflate gate this gate that gate it's like i don't do you know what the, the gate thing is just been- so dumb to me I agree. And in fact, I think like having the suffix gate is lame. I've been trying to make, you know, water happen where I'm like yeah. water deflate at work <laughs> or like <laughs> what are the and, other uh, the, uh, the Bill Gates divorce is gate gate. Gates gate. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about gates gate. Yeah, we should. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah this it has all the makings of something I want to talk about. Women taking yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what I find so interesting about this is like, like there's a couple things going on right now that I thought were complete certainties, and I found out were complete fabrications. And like, I don't like, I don't know, like it's starting to like, I'm starting to like wonder if Trump was actually like right about some shit. So go on. Going into this whole Gates thing, and I'm going to connect. Wait, Waymer Wait, Wait, just goes build the wall. <laughs> 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 We're like, oh, I well, thought it was going to be a nuance. So, Go ahead, yeah. This this New York the New York Times came out with this story. Is so it's New York Times. It's not like it's some weird fringe thing about yeah. how the Steele dossier about you know Trump and Russia and all this other stuff was a complete fabrication. It was a manipulation from like private spy agencies leaking false information to the press to go forward with this narrative. 
which means that when Trump was like, this is a witch hunt and everybody in the media mocked him and everybody said this is true. And we had congressional hearings about all this shit was actually a witch hunt. (laughs) It was actually completely baseless. It was actually a witch hunt. Now I'm seeing this Washington Post journalist um, named Josh Rogan is coming out with there's apparently, according to him, there's a lot of scientists who say that the COVID, um, like they think more probably than not that this was leaked from a lab that COVID right. is a bio human even Bill Mars, Bill Mars been saying that for like yeah, months. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like there is actual evidence, and a lot of people in science are like the way this thing behaves, and this, that, and the other. It seems like it's this, and I don't know any of the science behind it. But Trump floated that a long time ago, and everybody's like, he's trying to blame China, and he's not taking responsibility. This is a complete hoax. He's a liar. It's conspiracy he's, theory. He's racist. Yeah. How dare him do this? And it's like, so Trump was right that it was a witch hunt. Trump was right that the fucking vaccine or the the virus was leaked. Now, where it differs from the conspiracy side of it is like, I don't think that, you know, the vaccine was intentionally leaked. I think it was probably an accident. And if anything, it's like with 9-11, all the conspiracies of 9-11. I think it's like people who, oh, sorry, I keep saying the vaccine, the virus, the virus, the virus was leaked. Um, Yeah. Don't say the vaccine. I don't know that that's worse. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's actually worse. Yeah. So, like, no, I don't think the vaccine, the the virus was leaked, and I don't think that it was done so to get people to wear masks and all this dumb bullshit. But it's looking like it could happen. So, anyway, now the Bill Gates thing comes out where, like, he's getting divorced. And then all of a sudden, like, the, the this statement comes out that it's his wife was very troubled by his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. Now, there's the conspiracy theorists and all the people who are going after Gates saying that, you know, he was this, that, and the other, and, like, this whole... His vaccine rollout, he's making money off of it, which is why he stopped the um, the the public domain or whatever the information going. And he in the all these conspiracies about Gates, and now we're finding out that like the re- the reason why he got divorced was because of Epstein and his relationship. But I, I'm also like, okay, Melinda, were you were you that concerned? Were you forty billion dollars concerned? That's like the, every, I I like it's everyone's full of shit. It's just money. And I kind of have an arched eyebrow at all these stories because I I think some shit exists in the media that isn't fully true. And people who are crazy famous like Bill Gates and by proxy now Melinda because solely because of him, um, I think um, that they weaponize public um, awareness for their own like purposes or like what's in their best interests. And I mm-hmm. think in a divorce settlement or case, it is weapon ep- advantageous to have Bill Gates have as weakened of a public persona because it's been pretty bulletproof by way of billionaires in the last, his whole career for the most part. It's also I, like, when, I don't fully like, trust it. I, I don't, I don't yeah. trust it. I really don't. I think that she's full of shit too. I think Bill's full of shit. I, I don't know though, because like the, the Bill Gates came both out full after, after the Epstein thing and said that like Epstein was someone who Bill met a few times because uh, Epstein was in the philanthropy and Bill Gates was too. And it's a, um, an oversight on Bill and he, he regrets ever contacting him and talking to him. But now it's coming out that like there was actually a relationship. So the first thing that Bill Gates came out with after this Epstein thing was like, oh, we met like five times because we both are in philanthropy. You know, like we went to the same events, but it's not like we were friends. But now it's like his wife is like, 
he had a relationship with Epstein, like they hung out. And the, another story I read, and who knows what's true with all these leaks and shit, but said that like Bill Gates would like complain to Epstein about his wife and their marriage being toxic and this, that, and the other. So like, you don't just complain about your marriage to some guy you met five times. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like they were friends. Unless you're a Catskills. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you're a Catskills comedian (laughs) from the fucking 60s. Yeah, exactly. I tell you, my my wife. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm just saying like a lot of shit that I thought was complete horseshit has turned out to maybe not be complete horseshit and uh, or vice versa. Some things I thought were real are not real. Um, so and, I guess I'm, I'm to be clear, I, to be clear. No, I don't think so. I, I kind of think you're absolutely right. And on the Trump stuff, it was like, that's why the media is full of shit is like, they make up shit to try and hit him on, which gives him more power. They gave him more power when, because they lied kind of frequently too. They act like yeah. Trump was the only liar. You're like, you're doing it too. And that's yeah, what yeah. conservatives got fired up because they paid attention to the times the Dems or left or whatever you want to call them lied. And liberals got fired up because they paid attention only to the times that the right lied. And so, but whenever it's their side that lies, in any case, I don't care about Bill Gates. He's not some golden calf to me. He probably was very good friends with Jeffrey Epstein. He probably loved that there was this billionaire that would allow him to cheat on his wife. And you probably have a sense of entitlement that you're okay to cheat on your wife when you are worth a hundred billion dollars and are the single richest man in history or at least the, the world there, um, there was this report of, uh, he was having a relationship with one of his like staffers or underlings yeah, or whatever. So, so that just came out, but, and there's also like a thing, I think you were getting at Brett where like his wife could also just be putting out stuff <laughs> to just fuck with them as much as possible. Yeah, like like when Michael Strahan, I think Michael Strahan got divorced, or I don't know, whenever this happened, what, there was some athlete I was getting divorced, and uh, he was friends with um, so one of the dudes on like Biggest Loser or something like that. And anyway, the the, the doctor from Biggest Loser was talking about this, how like uh, the wife was getting divorced, and then or the, Michael Strahan was getting divorced, and then the wife like kind of leaked in the papers like you know what they're probably gay <laughs> like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just to Cord- cordell stewart was one of them maybe yeah I, I don't yeah. know who it was but it's just like just yeah, he's probably gay like just like what a just great to, story just to fuck with you <laughs> like just to right. put it out in there just to have yeah so i think there can be a degree of that potentially happening like him being friends with epstein if I was jilted and as she probably is, uh, is she that principled? Cause if you're that principled, well, would you take the dirty money? That's it. Well, and then the, I, guess, so. I guess the difference is, is like if he was doing terrible things to Jeffrey Epstein, he didn't make his money doing that. So like the money That's fair. that it's- she's taking is like Microsoft <sighs> money and not money made from child. Trafficking. The fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, I see so, what your point uh, is. But I, I will say, like, I mean, maybe there's some political to, to politics to this where she she wanted a divorce back when this Epstein thing broke. But she basically brokered a deal to, like, wait a few years. So it, it'll at least look like it was distanced from it. And then I but my other then you go back. then But then if that's sorry, then if if that's the case, you're basically saying, like, I'm protecting my ex-husband's image from being a pedophile 
or, you know, being involved in this. So like whatever he was doing, if he was truly doing something that was, you know, illegal, um, I feel like her making that decision to wait for the divorce of her use to like distance from, from the time of it. Cause it would have looked super suspicious if Jeffrey Epstein gets arrested. They say Bill Gates is friends with them. The next day, Melinda Gates asked for a divorce. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. would look like that would be a smoking gun. But now that there's some distance from it, maybe she wanted a divorce back then, but she just now got it now because the, you know, the protection of Bill, in which case then she is kind of full of shit because you're protecting your, husband for who did something illegal possibly does that make any sense yeah you know it's her leaking the stories if tomorrow the new york times is like it's been reported that bill gates has a small dick and comes very quickly (laughs) 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 i don't know it's a weird story i mean people were like uh all the some of the conspiracy theory people are like these rich billionaires are getting divorced because they know a market crash is coming. So they're trying to like give their wives, put all those stocks and money in their wives' names so they can survive. Say that again. I'm sorry. I, didn't I just, know. I just can't imagine that's true though. You can say, say it again for Brett. Uh, the, the, um, the, there's a theory that these rich billionaires like Jeff Bezos, but that's, that was way, that was a while ago. Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates are getting divorced in order to give their wives like half their money or their assets, stock assets in order to um, save it from some kind of market crash or whatever. Yeah. But it's like the, it's not like you get divorced. It's not like you file for a divorce and they split up everything the next day. Like it, it takes a long time. But even Most if they did split up, like, I don't know how it protects like Melinda Gates or Bill Gates. Like, let's just say <sighs> theoretically, like Bill Gates owns a hundred million shares of Am- or uh, Microsoft and he has to give half of them to her. Well, if the market crashes, regardless if you if you yeah, own all of them or half of them, it's going down. So it's like unless like they're liquidating all the shares in preparation for it. I don't know. That that's what, shit yeah. bogus. It's just what conspiracy theory does. It's just the narrative is more important than the logistics of it. <laughs> right. 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 So and it's like the feeling of it and like the nefariousness, if that's a word yeah. of it all. I was thinking about this like with like QAnon and all the other stuff, it's like, it's kind of easy to see how people go there and believe that and how, because there is an, an elite ruling class for lack of a better term, but it's not as, it's not not a mustache man. Yeah. It's not as as secretive and scandalous and nefarious as people make it out. The reality of the situation is a lot of these people, uh, went to the same, elite colleges pledged at the same fraternities golf at the same golf group, you know, country clubs, eat at the same restaurants, vacation to the same islands, fly private planes. Like they're in a community together the way that like, if you were a, I don't know, a dentist, you'd probably know other people in your field. It's like the same thing. So like all of these rich people are connected in some way, but it makes a lot more sense if you think about it in the context of where they come from. And they're, all of their decisions aren't necessarily rooted in this evil, nefarious, satanic pedophile thing. They're, their decisions are all rooted in whatever is that favors their best interests. So like all of the corrupt shit that happens is them protecting their wealth because it's theirs and they don't want to give it up. And it comes from more of a place of like, 
you know, greed and, uh, and inconsiderate for the rest of the people type of, you know, attitudes, but it's not this weird secretive pedophile cult. So that's the thing. Like I get, like, it's really easy to think, you know, you want to believe the worst about these people because you hate them. And that's why that appeal, that conspiracy was so appealing to, I think some people, but like, they're not wrong in the sense that there is some form of a deep state in the sense of not necessarily a political party thing, but like there, there's yeah. a ruling it's not class as organized. in America. Yeah, there's a ruling class and they, they make decisions that affect the rest of us and that protect them. And like, it, that's, that's not, I don't think that's a conspiracy in any way at all. I think that's a hundred percent accurate. <clears throat> yes. I, I, yeah, I think you're right. It's the, where they lose you is the shadowy faces in a conference room. Their faces are cast in shadow, and they're like, you know, should eyes we wide shut party stuff. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, bring in the kids. Yes, yeah. we drink the blood. I've said it before, but it's like America's all the problems are like when you have like back in the days when you'd have like a DVD player with like a home theater, you'd have so many wires behind your TV. There'd be like the DVD cord, the D- the HDMI cords, the TV cords, the Xbox cords, and they'd all get wrapped around each other. And like all the, each one of these are just one problem, but they're all intertwined that like, if you had to like <laughs> clean it up, you'd have to go like, well, I got to unplug everything and then redo the whole right. thing. If I really wanted to fix America, yes. but if you just look at it together, it just looks like they're all like one big problem. It's not really that it's like a bunch of little problems all bundled and tied together that you can't fix without undoing the whole thing. Oh, that's, that's, that's such a great analogy, man. Yeah. They have that TV is so distinct where it's like, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost impossible when you're like, I got to get yeah. my Xbox. Like I, the Xbox is immobile at that point. Right. You're yeah. like, it's just, this is where it is now. I <laughs> yeah. in and I don't even know how they got so tangled in the first place. I guess exactly. slavery, but <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm sure slavery is a huge component of why the cords are so tangled. Like, yep. <laughs> that's that's that kind of touches funny. a lot. Oh, beautiful. That might be a good place to end it. What do you? Are we, yeah, are we I think so. we're at time. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're about. You know what, guys? At- that was 55 minutes of fucking GOLD. So if you got a problem with I that, I know we came in real hot. So, came in hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think so once good. this podcast goes live, as soon as it goes live, I'm going to post the picture to my Instagram yeah. story. Uh, so you'll have, I guess, 24 hours. And I you guess I can post you, it again. To just go, um, you have one day. <laughs> and also, also, when you see the picture, like tweet us or like send us a message on Instagram or something. Let me know that you saw the picture. <laughs> I'll literally, if you're listening to this late and like you didn't have time for Whitmer's story, I'll send it to you. Just message me. <laughs> I'll message you. I will literally hit me up on Instagram yeah. or He'll whatever. He'll mail you the picture. Same, same for me. Uh, yeah, if I'll you mail you. Instagram, <laughs> yeah, he, will, he will print it out in the highest glossy. <laughs> 24 by 30. <laughs> <Framed>. <laughs> He's gonna it'll put in a nice co- frame for you. It, yeah, it'll cost me seven hundred forty-eight dollars to mail uh, and print it to you, but it is worth almost a thousand. Lab. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah. Anyway, so my Instagram is Nick underscore Whitmer. Brett, uh, what's yours? At Brett Rabel, one Perfect. T on Brett. 
So at C Duran Duran on all whatever. Yeah. So we'll all put it variously on our Instagrams and this, that, and the other or something. Um, so take, take a look out or keep a lookout for that. And, uh, other than that, I got nothing else. All right. Uh, I think we're good. ChristianDuranComedy.com for all your Christian Duran needs. King Latifah on all streaming platforms. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.